every fiber of my being, I stab at thee. As long as blood flows through this heart, I will hunt you down. I will be the stuff of your children's nightmares. What's he doing now? He's making his dramatic exit. This could take all night. Sounded more like Mr. Ed, the big bopper. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Hi, welcome to Laser Time. I'm Christopher Antista. Who else is with us as I plug in things? There! Dave Rudden. Henry Gilbert. Uh, Wicked Witch of the hey! West. The Midwest. Brelston. Wicked Witch of the Midwest. So glad you can join us. I say in my Wicked Witch used to sketch shit right That's. I love when she taunts she's Dorothy. She's just like, ew, ATM, ew, ATM. <laughs> textbook, textbook cunt there. Right before you can Jesus. even say the word. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, we're going to have to open up our minds a little bit. I wanted to do a show about the best villain themes. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't, and, and part of that is theme songs that villains walk into mm-hmm. and theme songs about villains. But here's the thing. Uh, they have to be. I wanted to make it about them being a villain. So, like, Gaston singing about himself mm-hmm. isn't a villain theme. It's uh, a song in a musical that happens to be sung by a guy who, at that time, the, the well, is the villain. he barely he pipes in in that song, but it's everybody else is singing about how awesome he is. Yes, so it, it, it's more. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. When like, I was a boy, I ate five dozen eggs every day <laughs> just to help me get lower. Mine that sticks with me is every time I walk into my stupid fucking full-bodied mirror that somebody put on my closet, I'm guessing the 1970s, underneath my track lighting, every last inch of me's covered in hair. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Gaston made that seem like a thing I should be proud of. And even, though, even then, I'm way hairier than he is. Yeah, that that bothered me as a kid when mm-hmm. he uh, was like, "This guy's not as hairy." As yeah, he seriously, to be. you had like 16, 16 hairs. You had that, that that Don Draper hairy chest that looks like I think he manscaped. I just like when they had jokes on The Simpsons that would imply Homer had a lot of body hair, and then like they wouldn't draw it. <laughs> Whatever it takes for Homer to be gross. Well, that, I don't know. I think that's make a, joke a different thing, but the amount of like. Uglyifying, they try to do to Liz Lemon in the show, and then mm-hmm. it's like she's gorgeous. Like <laughs> he's technically gorgeous. Every time you're like, oh, the hair on her lip or this food stain, it's like there's no food stain. <laughs> like you didn't, you didn't do the joke. She's that, still like one of the most attractive girls on TV. That hair on her lip when she walks into the studio, though, this Lutz almost starts puking. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a funny bit, but it's like it's weird because uh, like she's she's cool and knows <clears throat> how to take the piss out of herself, but it's like you didn't actually. Do it I like the, the episode where she got married and she stuck up for herself. Where she's like, "Why is everybody saying I'm unattractive? I've got cheekbones and a and a pair you can do something with." That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Um, so I, I was gonna see. If, I want to make this a quiz, but it's not gonna be a quiz because like All these right. are too easy to get. I tr- here's what I try to do. Can you guess this famous little theme? <laughs> Because I played it backwards. You'll never that, get it. You'll gee, never get yeah, it. Yeah, I just can't. I don't know. It's too too hard. Worst it's, star. 
That's right. Rat. <laughs> rats. Well, if Greg were here, he could say everything backwards. Oh, Greg fly. is great. Uh, we got to get him on the show. Maybe get people to challenge him to do that. Yeah, he can do it. Any, 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 any word. Rats. He won't even think about it. You just yeah. say a word and he'll go backwards. Let's mm. say it backwards. <laughs> and we never did another podcast, but we asked <laughs> Capcom Arcade Cabinet backward. He did it once. I'm like, now somebody take that audio and piece it back together forwards. And it sounds. Amazing. <laughs> yep. Yep. Arcade. But that's Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Is he the best villain ever? Or let's talk about villains. Top five, I'd say definitely. But it's like if he is, then Doctor Doom is above him. Mm. He's very Doctor Doom. He is Doctor Doom. Yeah. Like well, he's, he's based. He's based on Doctor Doom. He's Doctor Doom, but mixed with an evil samurai. Like he's definitely right. But I mean, like his imposing physical nature, which mm-hmm. is the character as far as the first movie is concerned, as far as the impact. That Star yeah. Wars had it was the presence he had on the screen, and it's like that outfit is Doctor Doom. Change yes. it to green and steel, and it's oh look, Doom. he's suddenly yeah. Doctor Doom. Though his helmet is more right. is more of a samurai. But the, yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. It is a, a or a, a shogun. Really, it isn't a amalgam, but it's like they've even admitted as much. Like yeah. they took Have cues they? from Doctor Doom. Well, because they? Uh, they were very. I love how open. Lucas and Spielberg were about ha- having this discussion recently. I framed a DuckTales post. Well, like, yeah, the Duck. They stole the Indiana Jones logo. I'm like, ha ha, well, here's all this. They stole a lot more than that yeah. from Karl Barks. Yes, that, that, that the, Lucas and Spielberg were very, very open the about The Boulder being scene alone is, is, is direct from a Karl Barks cartoon, but. The original DuckTales, I say in air quotes. Karl Barks. Duck comics. Yeah, but the Darth But Vader, were they that clear with about Doctor Doom? Like George well, Lucas has mentioned Doctor Doom. I thought somebody I'm mentioned sure, it. Pretty sure, yes, he has. That'd be awesome. But I mean, Dar- like Lucas took from everything, right? It's not like but, it. Yeah, it's not to discredit. It's not I that like yeah, I don't want to say that about Lucas. No. He took from everything. Like, no, no, no. But I mean, he borrowed from everything. It was just mm-hmm. it was a new thing to do at the time. It's the same as well. It's not a one to one example, but it's the same as saying that Tarantino ripped off everything because. You can just look at the film, like, just Pulp Fiction, be like, mm-hmm. well, that's from that movie, that's from that movie, this character's that character. Actually, the, like, it's that just was one-to-one in a lot of cases. One yeah. of the first viral videos I ever saw was people piecing together, like, exploitation dialogue that yeah. Santino just took wholesale. <laughs> exactly. So I don't want to accuse him of that either. Because I, I, I'm not going to be exposed to these movies. And no. he was referencing He's them in a, wa- way, well, in a yeah. loving way, a loving homage. It's the fact that he just lives, like, he lives to get high and watch every film he ever can. Okay. Say. <laughs> okay. I've, I've really, I, when, we, when me and you imitate him, we make him too gay. We do. The problem. We do. We gotta, we gotta pretend he's going on BET so we can turn on that black scent like mm. he did that excruciating video. God, all that shit he did for, <laughs> yeah, for whenever he did all those clips for, like, the promotion for Jackie Brown. It was just, dude. Cool it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're cool But anyway, Darth Vader. Darth Vader. The baddest black man around. Mm-hmm. He, it's true. He was great. I, and then, but the but the Imperial March didn't even come in until the Empire Strikes Back. Which, oh. Is it? Is it true? is not in the yeah. original yeah, it's film. Not, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, Star right. Wars. But they needed it. Like, it is but about now, the Empire. Countless kids will associate it with the Jedi Academy at Disneyland. That's nah. true. In Disney World, where it comes up out of the ground, and then they're like, Jedi kids, everybody get out your lightsabers. And then the Imperial so March him? starts. Yeah, little kids fight Darth Vader. They join. They, they join up with the Jedi. It's well, how really do they fight him? Do they hit him with? Uh, the guy walks up and it's like the Jedi trainer guy's like, "All right, go high, low, high," <laughs> and the kid gets to duel with. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's uh, these are all like amazing costumes because yeah. this is like Disneyland level production. I mean, it's pretty hokey and silly, but the costumes mm-hmm. are like that's a Darth Vader outfit. Mm-hmm. 
And it's not I, like a cosplay. Like, that's a real deal. And he's I, flanked by stormtroopers. Yeah. And, like, again, it's like, to me, I'm like, this is stupid. But it's like, dude, if I was nine, I would be losing my <laughs> I was, mind. I was entertained by way worse costumes than, like, a yes. live-action He-Man thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. A live-action He-Man thing? Yeah, well, they looked like the cartoon characters, not... Ooh, but they boy. had fake plastic heads on even. Oh, my God. And God, I remember terrifying. loving it so much as a six-year-old, but my mom told me later, she was like, that was one of the worst <laughs> things I've ever seen. Like, I, it was interminable. It just lasted forever. And I was like, wow. That sounds like when I tried to review the uh, Care Bears Christmas special, something I used to just pleasantly sit through straight-facedly, like, I guess I like this. Mm-hmm. Awful, excruciating as an adult. Endless. I, I don't know. I, I think... We, if, Got to thank our lucky stars. We have kids. Even those DreamWorks movies I want to hate mm-hmm. are going to be slightly entertaining for me to watch. And they're I'm, written like an okay sitcom. That's right. Like, it's they're not going to be that bad. Uh, um, but also about Vader, I think he's definitely at his best. No, nobody would argue this, but he's definitely at his best as an evil guy in The Empire Strikes Back because he's not answering to some middle manager like mm-hmm. Grand Moff Tarkin mm-hmm. or him. Like at the very start of Jedi, he's like. What? Hey man, you should be afraid of me, but you should be really afraid of the Empire. He's not as forgiving as I am, or the Emperor. He's not as forgiving as I am. Like, well, you just made yourself sound like a pussy, mm-hmm. Vader. Like, but yeah, That's Vader right. is the be all end all of Empire. It's uh, true. Well, in general, I don't know. I just don't know if I consider him. He's I don't know. He's a very two dimensional villain. What? No way. He's if he's two point five D at best, at least. <laughs> I come, also, on, he, come on, he's bug. And his costume he's, he's, is... He's Clockwork Knight. <laughs> wow, that took me a second. All right. His costume, I think, looks best. There are subtle differences in the Vader mask in all three of the movies. And my favorite is an Empire. Like, uh, I can't explain why, but when I've seen the three different ones, I'm like, no, his mask looks the best in Empire. Like, it has the... It's fullest, I guess, or like, it's widest. I, it's, it's hard to explain. It, it, you appreciate... What? <laughs> Finally got it. I, my Darth Vader soundboard is back up. My Darth Vader soundboard available at StarWars.com. <laughs> I am your father. So, so StarWars.com, they, they have the no clip there? No! Wow, it's isolated. That's yeah. kind of hard to find. Wow, without the TIE Fighter and the, explosion? Yeah, mm-hmm. I really have a sense of humor about that. What? <laughs> I have a sense of humor That's about my that. favorite clips. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Already? Um, <laughs> Brett, do you, you think Darth Vader's two-dimensional? Two I think he's going to answer that. I find your lack of faith disturbing. He wanted oh. to talk to you specifically. Oh, I'm sorry. It. I'm sorry. Um, are you going to do that again? Um, it's a yes or no question. Brett, are you gay? Yeah. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> you know, if, if, uh, if Darth Vader ever said to me that he finds my lack of faith disturbing, I would, resp- I would respond... I find I your lack the deep of face gray, disturbing. I <laughs> <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I, yeah, I need to play around with this more, Helen. You guys keep talking. You uh, don't know the power. So no, Captain. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> um, what else did you prepare for this episode? <laughs> I did. More villains. More villainy. Um a good one because it's supposed to be about villain themes yeah no this is good this is one of my favorite and one of my favorite things games radar did the the game music makes movies better Uh, and when the first encounter with like the d skin terminator and he rises up to this music (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
This Way song. to go, Justin. I know that was you. Really good. Yeah, this music is great. What is Dr. Robotnik's intention? To enslave... To uh, it did take over the planet. The planet of Mobius? Yeah. And put all the cute animals into robots, and then make the robots do his bidding. And then make his own robot city. And then make his own robot city. And then Sonic says, no way. No way, Eggman. No Chili way, dog. Dude. I feel the need for speed. <laughs> Gotta don't, go fast. Don't, don't let people touch your butthole. <laughs> And oh, it was a different show. A different... Oh, you know what I did find? Because I, I was looking for villain villain themes, especially where villains think sing about themselves being villains. Mm-hmm. And I found a deleted song from Sideshow Bob, oh. where he does sing about like you can't sing USS Pinafore. That doesn't count here. It and oh, I know. I also find it weird that like. Well, he does have a theme, like a jingle every time. Well, it, his theme is stolen from the film yeah. Cape Fear. Oh, like, oh very specifically okay. stolen. From but that's a great theme, though. The if do, only I could do, hear do, it right do, now. The do do. But uh, but Jesus, hold on. It's like horns or something. I need to look up what this is actually called. It's a Cape Fear theme. Not that one. It's called Hullabalala. Do it's a deleted song. It's on the Testify album. I Ugh. believe we did at least one or two episodes where we did nothing but listen to Simpsons. <laughs> well, those albums. were the ones that weren't even based on the show. That were mm-hmm. just well, they were based on the show, but not from the show. But this deviates very fast. I don't remember what episode this is from, but it was cut from an episode. Hullabaloo-la, hullabalay. I can't wait to kill Krusty today. Bart takes the rap while I get away. Hullabaloo-la, hullabalay. Jesus. Mr. Bluebird's got explosives. They'll call out the Mounties. They'll find clown in seven counties. Lots of kaboomba heading his way. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, stars of Transformers Age of Extinction. (laughs) It must have sucked to cut that because they put a lot of work into that. That's what I imagine. Like, what power do those nerds wield that they can write a villain song for Kelsey Grammer to come in and sing with an orchestra and then, like, that's not making air. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. It was still fun to do. Uh, lengthy, uh, that was a zippity sounded funnier on paper. <laughs> that was a zippity doo parody, very specifically. What? Like, I just assumed they were going to go into like way more montages at that point. Ugh, there's some dumb thing. But I don't. I, I wish I remember what episode it was, because it's a very clear parody of like kind of crappy musicals. It was zippity doo da. It was zip- well, yes, right there. But like it's the fact that it's called Hullabalula. Yeah. And he's singing about himself. The eh. propensity. I I had I watched a crappy musical as a, as a. Oh yes, I did. I want to see if anybody else can get this. It is a villain singing about. It. It's a pretty excruciating song when I watch it now. It's very happy. Okay. Um, I do not even remember the villain's name. Watch the prophets come rolling in. Watch the prophets come rolling in. You guys can get this. Every little piece. Every little crease. Only. To the dragon, I'll buy him up, tie him up, drag him from the cave. Show him that I'm brave. The Hobbit? Ooh, no, 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 no. I'll bind him up, grind him up, lop him up, chop him up. Can't you hear that jingle, jangle sound? Is it the Grinch? 
what are they? What are they going after? They say a, a dragon. Oh shit! I feel like I should know this. You should. It's Disney. Yeah. Oh, it's Peach Dragon. It's totally Peach Dragon. Yeah. It's totally Peach Dragon. But just that, like they, they're talking about like all I want to do is make profit. How? Like was that Mickey Rooney? No, no, no. <laughs> but it was the medicine salesman, Jim oh, yeah. something. He, I know he he reads the Harry Potter book on tapes. Uh, okay. That guy has that guy has read. If you've ever listened to Harry Potter book on tape, it's been and money, money, money by the pound. pound. But it's like all these ways that he'll find this cartoon dragon. I'll grind up his bones and sell his blood and tear out his toenails in front of his parents. Money, money, money. <laughs> Somehow there's an economy in that. <laughs> as a, as a, Cartoon as a, dragon gun. As a snake oil peddler, like that's all he sees with a dragon. Like, sell tickets to see yeah. the dragon. If you kill the dragon, you only make money yeah, once. Yeah, you kill him once. You can't clone blood. It's the 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, what you need to do is take him to Times Square and put him on a platform. And it's, you know, like, Everything hey, will be okay. We brought him in chains. He'll never work in this town months. again. Does anybody else have like well, a... look at the size of that platform. <laughs> Here's a villain theme. <laughs> I'm sure everybody can get Who can get it the fastest? Dire Straits, money for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Oh, the Terminator. Same era. Come on. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Fred Elston. Fred Elston with a steel. I don't have my... uh, You might recognize it as the background of a phone call. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. The previous episode. (laughs) Yeah, Freddy, Freddy has a theme. I didn't well, know so whether to count Jason's theme. Most of them do. Well, definitely the... Well, well the Mike ha- Myers, yeah, holy the shit. The Halloween theme is one of the most unforgettable themes there is. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 if only dun, Chris dun. were queuing it up right now. I am not, because I do not Freddy had it. a... It's on YouTube. There is a theme that was sung about him, too. By Will Smith? By uh, Creepy Little Girls. What? 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 <laughs> oh yeah, uh, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, to Darth Vader's. Yeah. I think that's oh, what yeah. I, that's what I was originally one, going for, which is why I didn't collect Michael Myers. You, I was trying to collect things four, with lyrics. Five, six, grab a crucifix. Pick up sticks. Seven, eight, better stay up late. Nine, ten, never sleep again. But it modified every version. Nine, ten, he's back again. I think that had to be done the third time he came back. Because he can't be back again unless he's been back once. Well, then fucking Roseanne was there. Unless Backstreet's back again. What? what? <laughs> so, wow, I keep forgetting it. that. I don't need to double click that. <laughs> that was a great ending to This Is the End. Speaking of things with words in it. You guys not seen This Is the End yet? No. I did, yeah, but you said it. speaking of things with words in it. <laughs> no, the word and in it. Uh, okay. Uh, Whatever. Yeah, I did see that. That movie is so goddamn good. It better be the last one of the. It works so good it as the final. Well. This is the end of. Friends who are gay, except for having sex. Aside from having sex, they are gay in love with each other. <laughs> <laughs> like it is the topper of all those. Yeah, that, Greg that Robinson was... was so fucking funny. Oh, in God, I, th- I thought you meant the world's end. Actually, what? No, okay. no, no, no. I no, that should this be. Is... So hold on, let's go back. No, the world's end is a very good end. Yeah, yeah. This, the end is, this end is, is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been. Slowly accumulating Amazon movies uh-huh. only by the things like work. I want to see this in theaters, but I don't want to go. And this isn't out on DVD, 
and the only way you can get it digitally is by paying like seventeen ninety nine to own it forever. So I go back to my parents' house. Well, what do you got, son? I've got <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life, Bad Grandpa, <laughs> and all movies. And, and this is the end. And I watched This is the End with my dad. And like, I didn't even really think about it because I forgot I had it. But my dad doesn't know who these people are or why it's funny to watch uh, Jonah Hill get raped by yeah. a ghost. But, well, I think your dad would get the Rosemary's Baby reference, though, right? I, yeah, he'd probably get that. Yeah. But it's just, I, I don't know. He So is that oh. James Franco guy gay or just everybody thinks he's gay? Like, it's it's a joke, Dad. Like, nobody knows. <laughs> he's played gay in a few movies. It's, it's, nobody knows. That's Rihanna. She's a singer? <laughs> yes. You recognize Michael Cera, though. See, Jason Siegel's on the sitcom that many think are beneath him. <laughs> That's uh, a they, great joke that he says. Yeah, yeah that was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Michael Sarah was the Ate best the in that, showing his ass. He got his ass eaten out. I've yeah. never seen anybody <laughs> get their ass eaten out in a movie. I haven't. If anyone watching pro- the right ones. prove me wrong, <laughs> Brett doesn't have much to say here. No, I really right. don't. We're just talking about a movie. I need to see Villain the world's things. end. I need to see that. That's all you get, Hank. Oh. What a Grinch. Wow. See, I told you this would be a boring ass quiz. You're a mean this one, is the perfect villain theme. I think. Yeah, yeah. It is so good just to brag about what a great villain this guy is. But how shitty he is. And it's in that it's sung by Tony the Tiger. Or not great. Thurl Ravensoft, which is the fucking wow. best name in the That's universe. pretty cool. Well, I mean, Boris Karloff is a great voice for Fantastic. Yeah. Just perfect. perfect. No, yeah. it's oh, no, you know, I have. Uh, you know, I'm going to save it for the second half. Right. At the risk of like doing too many game ones, because that's like a there's a podcast for that. Uh, but as far as video game villains go, uh, would you? I wouldn't Probably very hard to think with this man crooning at me. I think I accidentally captured oh. that with Sephiroth's theme. Oh, no, that's everything at one time. Later. Okay, yeah. Well, so this get- is the whole show, everybody. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Kefka. Oh, I, I, I had Sephiroth. But, actually. I mean, One-Winged Angel is also a thing. Let me look up Kef- Kefka. Well, I get that deep. One-Winged Angel, that's the, that's yeah. the one. But- yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Sephiroth. Right, do, do, but do, do, Kefka's do, do, theme is Kefka's theme, man. It's uh, Here I've heard it. Hey. Is it really 15 minutes or does it always oh, extended? Thanks, you two. This is not the original version. This is the original soundtrack remastered. Great. Usually should be should be ruined, right, Brett? Yeah. <laughs> but he is such a creep that that is such creep. It is great. Yeah, it's so like Calliope single, uh, <clears throat> like toy box music for a crazy jester that wants to just kill yeah. everyone. Mm-hmm. He's such uh, a prick. Like, that escalates into like this great orchestral like crazy ma- mouth of madness thing. It's just this demented goofball thing. Is it sad that I know this mostly through VGCW? Uh, <laughs> he's a he's a backstage interviewer for VGCW, the video game championship wrestling thing that's on Twitch. Oh god, that thing is so great! Yeah, man, they had the tag team with the uh, the Ghost Trick duo recently. Uh, uh, they had a, take it down the yeah. Jet Grind Radio team. Uh, they actually have a minor leagues for VGCW now, and they had a tag <laughs> team based on the cartoon Sonic uh, villains. 
So there's like one that's oh, like this the... guy with drill arms who yeah. like floats. Yeah. And they actually made a creative character who has like no bottom. <laughs> really? Yeah, like literally like a torso the floating. Phantom limb. Yeah. Pretty insane. <laughs> it's like the yeah, the, there's the chicken and the drill guy. Yeah. I forget their names. Oh, the dozer guy. Yeah. He's tight. He doesn't not scream! And, <laughs> of course, you have your a standard 80s, 90s room. Sammy. Right, pretty much. <laughs> what does this pick up, Austin? You talked through it. I did? Yeah. And now that, that's the loop, so. All right, moving on. Moving on. Um, there's, uh, It's too big of a conversation hmm. to do before this one. But, uh, well, I mean, do you have any James Bond dudes? Like, well, I mean, there's... Is the very famous one. Yeah. I do. I very much enjoy that. Tommy never <laughs> dies. The <laughs> so Goldfinger is kind of a crappy villain out of all the out of all the Bond. It villains. sucks that he is he is an over the top man. That that series was so subdued before the third movie. Uh-huh. Goldfinger, Goldfinger is a crazy. One. Is a very over the top villain and great. They just had to keep one-upping themselves yeah. because of how awesome he was. I really do like the man with the golden gun. That's one of my favorites. Because, like, Christopher Lee is a great villain. Like, oh, I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's, well, it is stupid. It is from the stupid years of... Roger Moore? Well, yeah, because Roger Moore, when he was, he was such a goofball that it, things just got silly around him. Like, Christopher Lee is a very... Fa- of, is a very like serious villain who he isn't. Yes. He isn't jokey, but his sidekick is. I've seen it. Hervé Velchez. Oh yes. <laughs> who at the end of the film, after Christopher Lee has been defeated by Roger Moore and he's about to sex up some lady, in comes Hervé Velchez. Like I will get revenge. Who is and he's then stuffed into a suitcase and thrown overboard. Really doing well with our uh, Hervé Villachez SEO. Yeah, great episodes. Oh man, yeah, I wish. And then Minute Bowl. Minute Bowl. Get them on a poster together. I think most him with us. Eartha Kitt. No, Batman doesn't dance anymore. (laughs) Man, I tried. Hold on, I tried my best. What time are we at? Good. We got five minutes. Let's go out with some Goldfinger. We get back. We'll talk about something I'm angry about. Um, but more villain themes when we get back later tonight. This heart is cold. He loves only Greetings, everyone. Welcome to it. Yes, all new episode of Laser Time. Apologies if you hate rerun. You know, apologies for those who were cool with it. Anti-apologies to those who are needlessly angry with our free show going into re. You know, once a show hits a hundred episodes, occasionally a rerun comes out. Anyway, do not mean to say that. We're glad to be back. Fun episode. We have some more fun episodes in store. Um, in our neck of the woods, GDC is happening, and I think that might mean a couple of fun things, podcast-related. We'll keep you posted. That's why you follow Laser Time Show at Laser Time Show on Twitter. And you do the same on Facebook. Click like. Big thank you very much. But we also like it when people go to lasertimepodcast.com because there are ways to... It's Because it's one of those ways you can support us, not only by leaving a comment, telling us what you like, jumping into the forums and conversing with like-minded people, but there's a PayPal button where you can donate to our show. We are mostly donation-based. 
100% listener supported for the most part. Um, and you can do the, donate $1, $1 billion. You can buy a t-shirt at the t-shirt store. But the easiest way is to click on the Amazon links you see on the page. They are spam-free, take you directly to the Internet's leading retailer. You can buy what you want, not necessarily that thing in the image. But it helps us out if you shop there, and it's cheap as fuck. Uh, this week we'll also have, I think, another BG Empire related to a notable series release this week. I cannot say, but it has the word gear in it. Did I just give it away? All right. Uh, and then there's Video Game Apocalypse. That'll be live at some point. As always, Cape Crisis. Cape Crisis will be out. Uh, and then, yeah, listen to Back Catalogs of Cheap Podcasts. We're making a lot of shows for you. Still having a good time. Check us out, lasertimepodcast.com. Goodbye. Players of Time, second segment. Back at laser time time. That's a thing now. Um, we're talking villains. Mostly villain themes. Mostly villain themes. Um, I had you guys pull up some mm-hmm. villain themes. I don't know who picked this one or even what it is. What? Yeah. That's one of the bells. Oh, man. The bells Undertaker. Are, bells are a perfect... Oh. <laughs> uh, this is so... I chose this. This is Vegeta's theme from Dragon Ball Z. I... So this really reminds me of Toonami era DBZ when uh-huh. Cartoon Network finally bought the rest of the episodes and brought them over. Or you know, did they not do that initially? Well, no. For they years, played the first like for years it was syndicated. Like I saw it on Fox. Yeah, and it was syndicated Saturday morning, and it was the mm-hmm. same like 20, 30, 40 episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just they, ended in the middle of Frieza Saga or whatever. Yeah, we get about half through the fr- stuff. Dynamic stuff. Yeah, and it just ends. And then finally, they brought the rest of it over with androids and trunks and cell and perfect cell and boo and majin. That's right, boo and I was watching that. the bootlegs when the internet was first created. Yeah, so they finally brought them over, <laughs> but and that's where I was introduced, you know, to the rest of the show and the characters, things that I was vaguely aware of, mostly because of like EGM had the toys advertised in them through import stores in like ninety three, ninety four when it was airing oh, in yeah. Japan. And I was like, that's what it's from. That's why Supersonic looks so familiar. Because <laughs> um, it's a direct ripoff. But uh, this this great Vegeta's theme of like... And Vegeta is a, just a great character of it's like... It's a very strange name for your bad guy. Well, well, it's, uh, it's a pun like a lot of names in it. Vegetable Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Like all the... All the uh, uh, well, on me sandwich in Australia. Well, then, all, <laughs> all the Saiyan names are vegetable-related puns. Kakarot, Raditz, wow. uh, Vegeta. But I think that's kind of the end of it. I think Gohan is like... Well, not, well that's a Japanese food name. Because, yeah, Gohan is, is, I believe, rice. Or just a meal is mm. Goham. Goham mm. is, at least that's how I was taught to say rice is Goham. I think bread, is I, bread and butter? I think N and M. Well... The thing is, this is what my Japanese teacher taught me, is that goham, like, very specifically means rice. If you were at a restaurant and you asked for goham, you'd get more rice. But because rice is so central to, was so central to meals just all the time, 
if you wanted like I forget if it's breakfast or lunch, but like Asa Goham or blah 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 Goham is just the name of a meal. So Vegeta's theme. <laughs> I was gonna say we're running a song. Uh <laughs> But no, it's just like he's an interesting character because he starts as the villain where he's like the big bad. Mm-hmm. And then as DBZ does is they have to keep upping the ante and introduce. Mm-hmm. But even when he kind of comes over to the good guy's side mm-hmm. um, with the where the androids show up and then especially Cell, it's like there's this reluctance in his character to just be like, I'm better than all of you. This is so yeah. irritating. And when yes. he keeps getting beat, he's just like, he's, he's so angry. He has Napoleon complex. Yeah. yeah. And then when he finally becomes Super Saiyan, like he has this confidence and you're like, wow, I actually feel for Vegeta. And then he, he whoops on the androids, but then like android, what, 17 and 18 show up and then they're even stronger and they break his arm and it's like, mm-hmm. ah, now they're he, stronger than him. But then he goes Super Saiyan plus and beats them, but then Cell beats him. Cell beats him. And there's an interesting part. Well, Cell part. absorbs him, I believe. Uh, but there's an interesting part there where Vegeta like loses to Cell, and then when he's unconscious, Trunks is like, okay, I can beat you, though, Cell. I wasn't showing off because I don't think my dad could take me being stronger than him. Right. There's all but kinds I of, am. Right. There's all kinds of great moments like that in the show. But Goku's um, number one. Yeah, always. But that's the theme I really liked. Nice. <laughs> That's all. It's uh, just a, it's a great uh, theme, a theme I pulled up. Uh, let's see if we can get this one. Shouldn't be too difficult. Do you think this is uh, an Joker? Intro? This it's is a Joker. Joker. Not really. Yeah, the Joker's oh, theme is like oh from the from the Dark Knight. Dark Knight. It's like, okay. it's like oh, a yeah. malfunctioning refrigerator in an adjacent room mm-hmm. that slowly builds. That is good. Yeah, and 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 not not only is it a theme like you see like a track list of like. It'll say, like, Thanos theme from the Avengers, but it's the music that plays when Thanos is on screen. It's not the music that plays consistently when right. Thanos... This it actually plays consistently when the Joker mm-hmm. arrives on the scene. It makes me feel uneasy. Like it's when he's going to get a pencil shoved in their it's, head. It's, a, it's like the, the rise to a crescendo that never comes. Well, Nolan, that's a lot of his music. Like, yeah. Hans Zimmer... Yeah. Hans Zimmer writes very specifically for Christopher Nolan films with a sound like this that... That more like give a feel than tell a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's so eerie. I I feel like this they had a lighter version of this when he's uh, the, this music made me think of just when he's driving the cop car with his head stuck out like a dog. It's great, it's just like oh, mm-hmm. such a wonderful scene. Makes you a stranger. So it gets to me irritated is that I also like ah, I'm gonna juxtapose that with fucking Prince's Bat Dance, <laughs> and I realize I get almost all my sounds exclusively from YouTube. Mm-hmm. Prince has successfully kept Bat Dance off of the internet. Wow. Well, and everything. And everything for fucking years. And there are people who have posted the music video, which is hilarious mm-hmm. and embarrassing, <laughs> of oh, him, no him dancing. And it's just like him in the middle of a green screen with Batman things happening behind mm-hmm. him as he Bat Dances. Mm-hmm. I, I don't cool. even know if I remember what the song sounds like or that actually exists because it's so hard to find. Mm-hmm. He's made a song from 1989 hard to find. Good on you, Prince. <laughs> Prince yeah. hates good, the internet. Good man. on you. Yeah. I don't know how you did it. I have no it's idea how you did it. Dance. The thing is, I always, I always confuse Bat Dance with the Float Parade song, yeah. <laughs> which is equal. Yeah. Which is, which is I, that's I, why I wanted it because yeah. I confused it with that. Well, I, I but I love Prince that song. song right? The trust. That's Prince song, isn't it? Trust. Well, I think. So. Hubba hubba hubba, very, hubba. Money money money. <laughs> it's a very Prince feel, but I, I just know Bat Dance as the as the only definite. Bat Dance as the analog to that Legend of Zelda Super Nintendo commercial. <laughs> Down with Zelda. 
don't know. That's all I remember from it. Where what, it's the, just a, it's like a female Link dancing. Well, that like Japanese commercial. Oh, that's yeah. that's yeah. The, it. Just like the occupy the same part of my mind. Where it's like <laughs> not the yeah. Zelda rap. Well, yeah. there's the Zelda rap, and then there's the dude in the spandex for the Zelda One commercial running around going levers. Yeah. <laughs> this, is the, this is the Japanese Zelda rap. I think it's linked to the past. Linked, uh, yeah, where it's like all Zelda the go- from the very start. I got the smarts, the hearts to, to play, play the parts. parts. It's it's a a zone. Creeping through with the overhead view because I'm well. It's about Bill and Well, here. but speaking of the Joker, I had one picked out as well. Oh, sorry. Oh, this is it. Uh, this is a uh, Professor Layton music. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird alternate take on it, but the, yeah, I I just like the kitty nature of this Joker. Theme. Well, this is, usually is when he's doing like lighthearted kitty things. Uh huh. But or like it. it it kept coming. It popped up all the time in the mm-hmm. show, but it is like this. Uh, this one. Uh, this is the serious. one I remember when it's. This episode's so weird. It's like the trash day. Yeah, that was a weird episode. April Fools <laughs> with the trash. <laughs> well, they introduced like Mister Clown or, or yeah, the uh, robot. Yeah, that Batman can knock his head off because he's a robot. So yeah, it's just a Beautiful. great. It's a great theme that always you hear it. You're like, ah, oh, the Joker's here. Like. It's, it's a very identifiable theme. Did you know that the Terminator had a theme? Uh, well, I mean, there's the Terminator theme. But not so. to the movie, but the Terminator himself. That's what I was uh, trying to separate no. here. So not the theme of the movie Terminator, but like whenever Arnold Schwarzenegger's character is on screen, especially in the original. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That occurs. That, that ambient kind of thing. It, it escalates. It's, it's, it is... It becomes a recognizable theme. Mm-hmm. And that um, it took me looking into this to realize that, well, that's Schwarzenegger's, when he emerges in the, uh, I don't know, the 80s factory where they manufacture 80s. Uh-huh. It rips through the chain link fence. Uh, this that happens. It happens when he shows up at uh, the club, mm-hmm. club video or whatever. I, I feel like in Terminator 2, this is the music that plays when Linda Hamilton sees him for the first yes, time. Yes, it is. Again. That's wow. the only time it's played in T2. Mm-hmm. But the, but the, as a result, the T1000 does get his own theme that mm-hmm. occasionally plays. And that, that one was just like... It's reminiscent of the original Terminator, but enhanced just wonderfully. Fucking love this music. They're 90s-ing it up a little bit. The, the one that sounds like pull, like the music oh, equivalent yeah. of like pulling taffy. Oh, yeah. Uh, I do remember this. <laughs> well, I just love, I love the original Terminator theme just because it oh, does God, feel... God, this is such a creepy <laughs> song. I love it. I love this. It feel, they all feel like futuristic, but in a desolate, dead way. Mm-hmm. Like, not... Not hopeful for the future. It's the end. The future exactly. is the end. You're staring at your death. Yeah. It's so good. Guys, Terminator's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Terminator. When we saw Terminator 2, mm-hmm. or Terminator 1 in theater a few years ago, like it, it reminded me just how fucking great it is. That it is, is Terminator 2 is probably the better movie. It is. I, I'm, not, I'm not made up on that, but... Mm-hmm. Terminator 1 is a great monster movie. You lose... Well, that's what... The thing is, you lose something by making him the good guy. Like, T... Robert, nothing take away from Robert Patrick. Like sure. he's awesome, but I like I like Arnold more as like this hateful, barely speaking yeah. like yeah. thing that'll just he'll shoot your mom in the face and <laughs> not think a second about it. It like, is the perfect role for someone with the acting ability of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Exactly. He like he just 
the film is so mean. He kills everybody. Like, everybody. <laughs> but then that's where you get, like, when you finally realize how creepy the T-1000 is, mm-hmm. when it's like, what's what's the dog's name? How's Wolfie doing? Um, and then mm-hmm. it pans out, and he's got a sword through the he guy's stabbed, head. He stabbed half the cast of the abyss right to the face. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, fuck. Yeah. And I uh, saw that in the theater opening good. weekend, mm-hmm. 10 years old. We should watch that sometime. It's a great fucking I'm tired yes. of watching only bad movies with yeah. you guys. Robert Patrick does have such a dead face. Like, he's, he's so, so, good, so good in that movie. Uh, Dave, what do we have here? This is uh, Henry's pick. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Well, I don't recognize now. this. Let's give it a second. Well, we were talking about uh, bad guys, and I don't think anybody is more of a consistent bad guy in pro wrestling than Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. And this is the Vince McMahon th- theme song that they wrote for him after he said he was a bad guy for about a year, uh, but then Stone Cold became, when he stopped, when he got Stone Cold out of the title picture, he said, There is no chance in hell you will ever be champ again. And so, No Chance in Hell became his thing. You're saying the song was commissioned and wasn't an organic <laughs> creation? <laughs> I know, it's strange in wrestling. When did, it like, sounds so pure. At what point in the McMahon character did Vince, like, because he got ripped he, at some point. He was an announcer. He was had always no body. No, no, no. Really? I saw a picture from the 80s yeah. of him with Hogan, and, like, he's shirtless and ripped, but he didn't. He didn't want to show he was ripped on TV. He always dressed heavily, like hmm. with ja- Letterman jackets and stuff. Like, like yeah, okay. he, I think it's a music video for Pile Driver, mm-hmm. the Coco <laughs> Beware uh, song oh, from the wrestling so album. Uh, OSW, they did like a OSW review. They did an entire run through of the album and all the music videos. But there's one where it's like Hulk Hogan as a construction worker sitting next to Vince McMahon, who's also mm-hmm. like in construction worker gear, and he's. Ripped back then. That was like early uh, mid eighties. Wow. It, it was weird to see him ripped as a like man pushing sixty. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember I was introduced to him as a guy in a tuxedo who would yeah. commentate, and then by the time I turned it on yeah. the TV again in the nineties, he was yeah. ripping off his shirt and fucking around in the yeah. ring. And so yeah, this was his theme. I think this was also Shane's theme too. Like yeah, he, he got his it. own though. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Stop! <laughs> Here comes the money. Yeah. That was it. That but a, uh, well, one quick so- uh, story about that though. We. Got to see Vince come out to that yeah. theme at SummerSlam well, last so year. Fond of it. Like, me, yeah. yeah, well, me and Dave were, were there, and so they're like, first up, Vince McMahon. So he could say, like, we're so happy to have this new partnership with 2K, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but then when he comes out, they play his theme, and he stands at the podium, and I think it's just producer Vince took over, and he stood there for five seconds, and he was like, this is the point where you cut my music so I can do my promo, <laughs> and you aren't cutting my music. And then he goes, like, you can, you can cut the music now. Goddamn kangaroo! Um, yeah. <laughs> but like, um, uh, it's weird the like the few times that he's been a, a face or a good guy when the song's yeah. played because it's like mm-hmm. the song is about him not giving opportunities to wrestlers he doesn't <laughs> like. Yeah. It's a perfect for what I. It's him screwing over was. people. He's yeah. so rarely the good guy. Yeah, very rarely. Nobody wants to root for Vince. The only times they want to root for Vince is when he's against someone who is slightly worse. Like people hate Stephanie more. Yeah. And so they might boo, uh, like cheer him against. I think she, she does. does. She does. Yeah. It's like a little Kim sounding song. Ugh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think just, she came out to it. I'm yeah. just still amazed that like, no, you can't have health insurance. You have to fill out all your own tax forms in every state that you wrestle, and mm-hmm. we're not. And you still have to have like contract for hire, but you can't wrestle anywhere else. It's just such a weird. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like Monopoly, you would call it. Well, this it's like this is a carny deal, but on a national corporation. Like, yeah, it's a so, publicly traded billion dollar corporation. It's so bizarre. But he, he's like, hey, we got to keep this traditional, guys. Like yeah. a carny deal. I'm making billions of dollars, mm-hmm. but and I own this entire industry. Yeah, but you know, let's just have a handshake yeah. deal. It's it's cool. Yeah. You can you can file your own taxes, right? Who cares? Yeah, it's so weird. That's crazy. I do not know what to think of this guy. All I know of him is his on-screen persona and behind, uh, beyond the mat. Mm-hmm. His appearance there. Which I don't know who talked him into filming that the way they did where he gets to act like a normal person. <laughs> well, he is a Let genius. Let me see you puke. Uh, I mean, <laughs> my feeling is that he is a genius and he is like a great businessman. Mm-hmm. But he's also an idiot sometimes. And he has stupid ideas. And he's sexist. And he has... A muscle uh, fetish, according uh, to that I, gif I see. Oh yeah, <laughs> he only he he picks his favorites and won't listen to the audience when they like somebody, and he also won't admit when he makes mistakes mm-hmm. either. Like he he only likes to focus on like, well, yeah, I invented WrestleMania and Hulkamania. Like he also did Mantar and uh, <laughs> Bastion Booger. And, and pretty much everything Wait, wrong the from XFL. Ni- who's yeah, who's XFL. Jim Booger? Bastion Booger. Bastion he was a gross Booger. guy. Yeah. His thing was just being gross. That sounds awesome. He that makes is, uh, is a garbage pill kid or a, a mad ball. A mad, oh. Basically, <laughs> sure, it basically was it, yeah. just like uh, fuck. future quiz: mad ball or garbage pill kid or eighties wrestler? He wrestled in stained white tights. Mm-hmm. I remember. I don't know if I'm just assuming people think too much about me, but I have to assume people listening to the show and possibly even you guys are like, Chris, where's the Disney? Yeah. Where's the Disney? Chris, where's the where's Disney? The Disney? Um, and I had to mull this over because I want to be very specific. Like, it can't be just a song the villain sings, a song about the villain. Because mm-hmm. every villain sings a song. Yeah. Um, and usually it's about what they want, which isn't necessarily villainous. It's the way they go about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Like, I love Be Prepared by I love Scar. It. Oh, yeah. But it's not about him necessarily... Like, <laughs> Not, not, I know our old pal Shane Patterson made fun of that song. He's like, "Be prepared, be prepared for what?" That's for a Jeremy dumb. Irons. You know that at the end of that song, Jeremy Irons blows out his voice, and the song has to be finished singing by Jim Cummings. Are you serious? Well, he goes, "You won't get a sniff out of me." That is when Jeremy Irons ruined his voice for the take. And from that point on, Jim Cummings is singing the song. And you can totally him. tell it's a different guy. And then he goes, we're going to sniff out of me. A shining new... No, no, wait. Uh, if you want to sniff out of me... <laughs> yeah, whatever. The song, the line that's after You guys that. are just listening to Henry's brain. I used to know the word. But it's like, I... I even like I probably used it other like uh, I got He's friends biting his nails in I, agitation. I, I yeah. love the uh, Princess and the Frog. I got friends on the other side song. Such I think a that's great fantastic. song. Fantastic. Uh, we are Siamese. Is that a villain's theme? Those yeah. cats suck. My mom <laughs> used to sing that when I was a kid. My mom still sings that song. And like, you, why does something Asian have to happen before you sing that song? Mom? Maybe you shouldn't do that when we go out for Chinese. Yeah. Well, Siamese is just, it's an ancient, it's beyond, like, it's not even racist anymore. It's just historically raw. She's also lived in Florida a long time. Every time she sees an Asian and then, like, wait, why are you singing? Mom, mom, don't do that. (laughs) Uh, What if they heard you? And they are, uh, I mean, they are evil Asian stereotypes, definitely. Mm -hmm. But uh, everybody's kind of a stereotype in that movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's a cultural stereotype. Except for just the the darlings. Lottie! uh... Lottie, I buy my mom every year because she loves Scotty dogs. She's a (laughs) fucking weird creep about Scotty Scotty Uh, dogs. I love that. But... Of all those... Did I tell you about the wee bairn? The wee bairn. This originally didn't fit the concept, because the villain is not singing about themselves, uh-huh. but this is my favorite villain theme, for real. It's her. It's that devil woman. 
Corella Deville. Corella Deville. Uh, oh, but just this, I think Corella Deville. This in Toys R Us every day. It has a lot to do with this scene. I love that he's making fun of his wife, kind of like, "Oh, you yeah. scared of her, huh?" Corella Deville. Because he's a songwriter, like trying to write a song. Like, here's this bitch my wife has to talk to, and he writes a stupid song mocking her while she's downstairs. I wonder. You know, now I now I know about the Sherman Brothers from watching. I love it. He's like, he's half trolling his wife, half making fun of this awful lady downstairs. I, I wonder if that's inspired by, like, you, you see in Saving Mr. Banks, the Sherman Brothers mm-hmm. and them writing songs. Like Schwarzman and B.J. Novak. If he's just a little bit of like kind of the Shermans rolled up in one like, hey, you know, you dumb boss. Yeah. What a con. One well, in the film, they in Saving Mr. Banks, they do imply that one of the songs is inspired by their dislike for for the the, uh, the woman who wrote the the book. That's awesome. That's awesome. That is that is my favorite villain theme. I think it's very mm-hmm. incredibly catchy. The scene through which it comes mm-hmm. out. Well, that she uh, so many that she's like perilously thin. Like that's an interesting. Take uh, like she's high fashion, she's super thin, mm-hmm. and like smoking her fancy cigarette the whole time. And that she also just she is she hires just cockney thugs to beat <laughs> animals to death for her. Like that's her thing. She's like, well, just get a bunch of animals and beat them to death. Then I'll have my coat. Get with it. Yes, and then I'll have spots on my coat. I have to imagine Dalmatians. Oh, the spots for... are so wonderful. Sell me your babies. I want to beat their heads. <laughs> coat. And uh, Dave made this pick. Yes. I'm sad I didn't have it. He sting you with his dreams of power and wealth. This is only done at the end of the show. Plus three weeks paid vacation each year <laughs> And on Fridays the lunchroom serves hot dogs and burgers and beer Here is German beer <laughs> That's why I want to keep playing it But how much effort do a couple of these songs they write during the the edit the credit sequences mm, yeah. how long and elaborate they are yeah that yeah. is man that's still one of my favorite episodes it's yeah. beautiful it's one of the best it's later it is po- season eight premiere i think, I think it was yeah. season eight yeah in the commentary track they talk about how they they thought in that episode they were going to trick people into thinking they are leaving Springfield yeah. forever, but I never thought that when I watched the episode. No. Like, I, was like, I remember thinking, "Yeah, Homer gets a this new was job." Jump the shark episode because it was, no way. it was really far out there. Well, principal Charmin, or no, the the, the principal, the yeah, tale of two principals. Yeah. I mean, that's I was already out, but for me, like Frank Grimes to me was the end of the show. I love Frank it's, Grimes. Here, no, you, I don't mean that like it killed the not, show. It's just like the show is done. Like you've acknowledged Homer is a cartoon character. Yeah, it's true. That's fine for this episode, but it's done. Like you've broke the world. Mm-hmm. And you've not gone to, too far. You've gone too far, which again, if this episode, that's fine, but it's also like 
you're already stretching it, please, in the show in season nine. I'm right there with you with the grime. It seems like it was written by an outside observer or a writer who was writing his last episode. Yeah. And And when I watched that, I'm like, why are we doing this? And who would have thought the show would go on to live for another three decades? Well, Grimes Grimes and the Tale of Two Principles were written by the team of season eight. who They did season seven and eight, and Mm -hmm. then they were gone. And I think they were definitely feeling like a lot, like the producer, the executive producers, showrunners of season eight, seven, and eight were Oakley and Weinstein, who yeah. had been around since season three. Yeah. And probably to them, they were thinking, like, this has got to be over. Yeah. Or we've got, or I'm sick of this. Yeah. Let's do mm-hmm. something crazy with it. It's going to be dead soon. Anyway. Just the problem was, like, those episodes were so well received, they set the tone for future writers to have mm-hmm. to keep. To break it, exceeding it, it, and then it's like, okay, well, the show has almost no humanity anymore. But the Scorpio episode is, I mean, it is. Well, it it also breaks that, in a way too. Well, that but. works for me because Homer's like the total straight man. Like yeah. it's not Homer being a wacky weirdo. It's like here, this other dude's the eccentric mm-hmm. craziness, and then mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, and then it has a weird, silly ending where he owns the Denver Broncos. I think you, you know somebody <laughs> was proud of it because they brought Albert Brooks back. Well, yeah, they they take it seriously to bring in Brooks because mm-hmm. they know that he. The, I think most people are very on script when they're on the show, but mm-hmm. he gets to, uh, he gets to fuck around, fuck around a whole mm-hmm. lot. And I just, his character in the movie is great. I what, still wish Cardio? that. I still wish that was Scorpio in the movie. It seems it's, senseless that it wasn't. I know it is Scorpio, but it should have just been instead of just trying to make up a new character that yeah, wasn't yeah. nobody cared about either way. Why not just make him Scorpio? I, I, and the president tough, was tough, 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 <laughs> soft. <laughs> the president was Arnold Schwarzenegger, but it was the it character was, was, of Rainier Wolfcastle. No, it was Schwarzenegger. called Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but he was acting like Rainier Wolfcastle. Yeah. So why not Functionally, just, it was Rainier like, Wolfcastle. Please have like trust in your audience that they would know who Rainier I Wolfcastle is. I think it was. Is. They were just like afraid to make deep references. Yeah. Like they, they, they wow, probably was Rainier like Wolfcastle at one point. But I, I never nah. thought of it like that. That's exactly what it was. People yeah. won't get that. Let's just make <laughs> it Arnold. Like, who cares? Magic ticket my ass, McBain. <laughs> <laughs> How hard is that to make that leap to know that Rainier Wolfcastle is Swartz? Everybody knows it is. You would know it the second he opened his mouth. <laughs> but I, I like that. That's I, the I, joke. I, I, like that Scorp- <laughs> that, I like that Scorpio succeeds in killing James Bond. Yes. Like, yeah. He's like, yeah. stop him. He's supposed to die. <laughs> Jeez, uh, Homer wants the little things that are so important. Was he credited as A. Brooks in that episode as well? I think I think that's how he's always been. Yeah. I think he doesn't he doesn't go full name, which I don't. I think we're just fooling? keeping it at that point. Well, but he, he's also I don't know if other than like your Hartmans and your uh, Lovitz is, is is and if if other celebrities appear to do multiple characters. I think he's show, of yeah. that ilk. I mm-hmm. think it's really just the love it's in them, yeah. Very, very but, few. Uh, so which one is this? Uh, this you... is a weird pick by me. I, I probably I... should have put this before Scorpio because it's not as much of a crowd pleaser. Well, I want to see... Elson, you need to listen to this. I'm put your phones on. No more Flappy Bird. No, I'm trying to pick another song, but I don't want to tell you what it is. It's okay. a very okay. s- weird strain of man babies. Brett's probably the only one who will get what it is. Sounds familiar. <laughs> He's slowly walking to his car. So this villain will be talking about his plans while this plays in the background. <laughs> Good. Good indicator. Yeah. Wow, I, I don't think I recognize what is it, Dave? It's a uh, Lord Zed from Mighty Morphin. Oh Power wow. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have known that. 
this. Wow. Th- I did like Lord Zed though. I cool. know. Yeah, I'm he, looking he, at the design of him right now. He's so, so great. It's so yeah, like uh, and it's a pile's pi- brain with a shredder helmet and a pile yeah. of muscles with a shredder face. Yeah. It's so bizarre. <laughs> I mean, like, that is yeah. For the brief period that he was the only villain, that mm-hmm. he was that he was so badass, and then yeah. they teamed him up with Rita Repulsa, and yeah. it's like you just made him just neutered him. I loved Rita Repulsa because she was so camp and dumb. She's like. And then, in the, and, then in the, and then the movie yeah. had a new Lord Zed and new Lord Rita, yeah. or Rita, because they had to cast new people to be them. Because the other ones, I'm guess, were dead. Well, they were. <laughs> I think they were from the Japan original. Yeah, the, she was the one part of the show that was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's well, why, no, like, but then they built a new Zed costume and a new actress to be Rita. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. no, Zed was an American creation. Yes. He wasn't Rita was a, Rita was original Japanese. Yeah. Oh, Zed was but never Zed part was of American. I would, I would was think it? Zed would just be like. No way would Zed be in in, in the Japanese version. No way. Really? Like Zed is an American creation. I'm 99 percent sure on this. I, I just assume we have to settle this. I might be. So I'm out of I'm out of villain teams. So. Well, that's what I was going to say. I have one. Uh, I'm trying to. But yeah, I liked Zed, but uh, Barita Repulsa was so silly and huge, like huge in acting. Yeah, it reminded me of this uh, this <laughs> silly Zed show. Was, was was a character made specifically for Power Rangers without any previous counterpart in the Japanese Super Sentai wow. Told you. As well, opposed to the previous villain, Rita Repulsa. Well, the Power Rangers show was also so successful that they actually filmed in Japan new sequences yep. mm-hmm. of the of the Sentai team fighting in those costumes. Like yeah. they filmed new sequences, and in those, believe it or not, in Japan in the first series, Yellow Ranger was a man. Mm-hmm. Only Pink Ranger was a girl. But when they refilmed the scenes, they had a female stunt person play the, yeah. the Yellow Ranger. They gave her culottes. Also, what was that? What was up with that? Having the Asian Ranger yes, be yellow, yes, the man. Black yeah, Ranger yeah, be I black. I got it. I got it. It's right. The, the, the and can you believe you drive being... in a, a you park on a driveway? The depressed, and drive in the a depressed white guy being the Blue Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can I see the little cordy cord? You can see the little cordy cord. You know what else I love about Rita Repulsa, though? That she, I was going to say, she reminded me of this villain on the show Spectre Man. What are you doing to everything? On the show Spectre Man, which I liked as a kid, which was a very unwatched. <sighs> Never heard uh, of it. It's a very eco-friendly oh, version of Ultraman. So there was the Ultra yeah. 7 show, and then they made a rip-off show called Spectre Man that was about uh, he fought eco-villains. But the enemies, the main villain on the show and his sidekick, they were complete and total ripoffs of Planet of the Apes. <gasps> and the the main villain had a terrible ape mask, so the lip sync was going to be off no matter what they did. But he, but he always spoke with his hands, and he would just move. His hands would be straight out, thumbs next to him, and he would just swish his hands through the air like, I am doing this to stop the world. This is very visual. It is. Um, it's very good. But look up, look up an extra episode of Spectre Man. just for like that entire monologue. <laughs> Actually, look, uh, look up the Spectre Man theme song. All right, all right. And it, well, I've got the cord right now, so. Well, yeah, yeah. but prep it for, let, let's yeah. hear Brett's thing. So I was trying to get this ready. Uh, I talk about this movie a lot, but... Uh, this is an opening to one of my favorite movies oh, of yeah. all time. Oh, damn it, this is another orchestrated version. Um, so I'm trying really hard to find... Transformers? Yeah. So, the theme of Unicron. This is the opening, though. Actually, no, forget this. This is not what I want. <laughs> I don't understand why none of these goddamn videos will just put the goddamn thing in there. <laughs> All I'm getting when I look up Spectre Man on YouTube is a bunch of Phil Spectre produced songs with the word man in the title. No, Spectre Man is one word. And I see it suggested that. Spectre Man. Spectre Man. Earth's <laughs> hero. 
Spectre Man. All right, so maybe this is it here. Yeah, so this is like this is like the sound Press of a start Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah, this is Vince DiCola who does a bunch of great '80s synthesizer stuff, and this is like a giant transforming planet. Wow, that, is this the, the, the title screen on Blood Dragon, like almost to a T? That this is the type of music yeah, Blood Dragon right. is going for, like, but and like by Miami. Yeah, but like that sound of like exhaust coming out or whatever, like. <laughs> The opening to this movie is so amazing. Like, it's just total synthesizer, pianos, and uh, but I move ahead a minute. Um, I don't know. This is a Unicron medley, but I don't know. This is kind of the main theme, and it's voiced by Orson Welles. What? Uh, yeah! Take it off my shirt. Can you hear it? Of course you can. The music conveys such. Uh, it was so great to see that in theater. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but all I remember now from seeing in the theaters pointed out one scene I never noticed as a kid, which is <laughs> when Galvatron is in the plane and shakes his fist angrily. Oh, yeah. He, at, at, <laughs> he shakes his fist at Grimlock. It's so goofy. It is really it's, bizarre. Uh, right. But no, really quick, though. Vince DiCola actually did a soundtrack to a game called Saturday Morning RPG. Huh. And hmm. it, and the album is out, and you can buy it now. It's on Bandcamp, but like it is an, a whole album of video game soundtrack that is that type of music, that Blood Dragon stuff we're going for, wow. but made now. And there's remixes from Jake Kaufman and Stimage, the metal metal Metroid guy. Uh, really good stuff. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, but that's the main villain of Transformers movie. Laser Time's a beautiful thing. Lasertimepodcast.com. Yeah, Come on, please. I do. We're gonna close out with. Oh, that, fine. Hank. Okay, sorry. We're going to close out with it. Uh, LaserDimePodcast.com. All right, you got to plug all your shit while the Spectre Man soundtrack, while the Spectre Man theme is on. Um, all right, Dave, plug. <laughs> Cheap Podcasts. <laughs> Wrestling. <laughs> There's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast about a lot of stuff. It's graphic novels and other things. Uh, VG Empire, the video game music podcast uh, about video game music, where this topic would have felt more appropriate, right, perhaps. <laughs> so, uh, LaserTimePodcast.com, you can find all this and more there. You can support us through the PayPal button. You can support us through the Amazon links that we have there. All you have to do is buy what you want on Amazon for the lowest price on the internet, and it kicks a couple shekels back to us. We have a t-shirt store, buy stuff there. Also, Video Game Apocalypse, our weekly video game show that I'm occasionally on. I don't know why I consider that a sell. <laughs> We have been Spectre Man. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>